Welcome back to Hello World with Mike Kara. I am your host, Mike Kara, as always, probably broadcasting from Central Florida and beautiful Orlando area, actually in Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my next guest is Jacob Lethbridge. And Jacob is actually an inspirational speaker, fitness coach, and author who is passionate about others turning negative experiences into positive outcomes and shape their mind and body. Jacob is the author of Make Today Matter, a guide to living life to the fullest and the creator of four online courses. And since the death of his son, Scott, Jacob has dedicated himself to helping people who feel they are going through rough times. He believes that if he could help others change their life, together we can change the world for the better. And uh, Jacob, it's a pleasure and honor that you could join me today now first of all you're in toronto canada is that right or around close enough close (laughs) enough i'm about 40 minutes outside of toronto oh great so before we get into all these great questions and talk about what you do why don't you tell us we mentioned a little bit about your background but why don't you tell us a little bit more about your background we mentioned kind of your history but tell us a little bit more on how you got into all this yeah great question so Everything kind of started for me back around 2013, actually. Uh, I had just graduated from university and I was one of those kids who was super optimistic that I was going to come out of university and have a job as soon as I got it. And I was going to get paid like 60, 70,000. And I ended up spending the next two years almost pretty well jobless. And the jobs I did get, they didn't last very long. And the whole thing that kind of got me started on mindset and going toward that more personal development route was a friend of mine actually recommended the book, The Secret to me. And I thought this book and this movie was just a bunch of, you know, nonsense, you know, you know, you know, sit on your couch and you can manifest whatever you want. Right. So I thought, okay, I'm going to watch it anyway, because she highly recommended it to me. And I'm the type of person who will give anything a valid test period. So I tested it out. I said, I'm going to give it one week. And if I can manifest a free cup of coffee, I'm going to stick with this stuff. So the first few days went past, nothing happened. I was working at a job that I absolutely hated at the time, but I was like, I am going to manifest a free cup of coffee. And by the sixth day, nothing still, still no coffee. And I was like, man, okay. So I was sitting there at work. Uh, I was a mattress salesman. I didn't end up selling any mattresses for the entire three weeks I was there. Um, But on the very last day of this manifestation period, my coworker came in late and said, Jake, I'm sorry I'm late. I brought you a coffee. And I was like, okay, this is the moment. It worked. I got a free cup of coffee. So that kind of spurred the whole personal development route. And I really dug into it. Fast forward a little bit to 2016, when my wife and I had to deal with the death of our son who passed away at only 23 weeks old. And, you know, through, thank goodness, I studied personal development, spirituality, growth, all that kind of stuff, because that gave me the foundation for how to handle this situation. And when something bad like that happens in anybody's life or any kind of negative experience that happens in somebody's life, you can either react to that experience or you can respond to it. Right. And the key is to actually respond to those situations. So for me, you know, 
most people, they look at a situation like that and they say, you know, why did this happen to me? Uh, what did I do to deserve this? Or, you know, why is God punishing me if you believe in God? And what I do is I flip that around, flip those questions around and ask more empowering type questions, questions such as what good is here that I cannot see? What can I celebrate? And what can I give? Like, what can I give in this moment? And that kind of mindset shift is what transforms you into, you know, moving in the positive direction towards more positive outcomes. So I hope that's a good enough explanation for yeah, you. Yeah, that, that, oh, that's great, uh, Jacob. So now we want to talk about, first of all, what does it mean to make today matter? That's a great question. So that actually stems from um, the passing of my son, right? right? Like he didn't have the opportunity to live a life. He didn't have the opportunity to experience all the greatness, you know, that life has to offer. And what I say to most people is that you have to focus on today, You know, what happens tomorrow doesn't matter because you don't even know technically if you're going to get it tomorrow. You know, it doesn't matter what happened in the past because that's already finished. The only time we have is this current moment. So you have to make each day matter and live each day to the fullest to really get the most benefit and the most joy out of the life that you're living. Oh, okay. And now we want to talk about, we were mentioning this before, how do you turn negative experiences into positive outcomes? Very good question. Now, to do that, it's all about the way you frame whatever situation is happening. So, for example, if you're someone who experiences a loss of some kind, you know, like I said, you can either frame it as something that's going to destroy your life or you can turn around into something positive. So I took it as an opportunity to say, okay, my son didn't get the chance to live his life. How can I help other people better their lives through this experience that I've now gone through? Right. See how just making that slight change can make a whole difference in the way you approach something. Another easy example is someone who's, you know, maybe going through a rough time, um, let's say with a job. Right. Like you hate your job, you hate your manager, you you hate everything that's kind of going on around it. And you're in this really negative situation. What if you instead of looking at it like a terrible situation, What if you looked at it as an opportunity to learn a new skill that can help you in the next position, right? So instead of looking at it as like the end all, like, oh, I'm going to be stuck here the rest of my life. What about looking at it, like reframing it by saying, this job is only a stepping stone. I'm going to learn what I need to while I'm here. And then from that point, I'm going to start looking for jobs where I can utilize my talents, my abilities, my skills. So it's all about how you frame everything. It's like, uh, what was his name? Henry Ford, who said, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Right. And now we want to talk about how do you build your dream, which is D-E-A-M. I'm assuming that's a acronym goals that... Yeah. So in my book, Make Today Matter, A Guide to Living Life to the Fullest, I break down something that I call the dream model for goal setting. And basically, when you're looking at that acronym, uh, the D stands for desire. And if any of you have read Think and Grow Rich, you know that having a strong desire for something is the foundation to making anything in your life happen. So the D stands for desire. So if you can get enough desire backed for something that you want, you have no other option but to achieve it. Now, if we move down and we go into the R, that's the second one, and that's reason. 
So what's your reason for wanting to achieve this goal? What's your reason for wanting to get to that next level of success, that reason behind it? For me, you know, a big reason for why I do what I do is I want to help other people who have gone through bad experiences realize that no matter what happens in your life, you can always find the silver lining. You can always find something positive that comes out of it. You just have to create that for yourself. And now, you know, I'm blessed because I have a, a, a daughter who now just turned three and, you know, this is after doctors and fertility specialists told us that we couldn't have children. And we proved them wrong because we had a strong enough desire to have it. And we, our reason was stronger than our reason not to. So if you can tie a strong enough reason why you want to do something to whatever you're going after, you will strengthen that desire and you will achieve your goals faster. Now, moving into the E, uh, for you have to have energy, you know, energy, you know, it's like the law of attraction. Energy goes where attention flows. So the more energy you have towards your goals, the faster you're going to achieve them. And how do you get energy? If you're someone who's low energy, yeah. that's by taking action, which is the next, you know, with the next letter in the acronym, the more action you take, the more energy you will have to go towards and go after your dream goals. Now the M is for measurement or measure your success. So along the way, you know, some people look at, they have this huge goal, right? Like say you want to earn a million dollars, right? Well, and you've never done that before, right? So you have to look at it in incremental steps. So you could say, okay, in my first year, I'm going to focus on earning, you know, maybe four or $5,000 a month. Okay. That's a little bit more manageable than earning a million dollars in one year. Or, you know, let's use fitness, for example, right? Fitness is a great measurement. You know, you're not going to lose 30 pounds in one week, right? right? Chances are you're probably going to lose it over the course of, you know, three to six months. Or, you know, if you really, really go hard, you could probably lose it in two. Um, for me, when I started looking at it, I set a goal to lose, you know, third, I set a goal to actually lose 30 pounds uh, by the end of 2020, and I've reached that goal because I took daily steps and measured what I was doing, right? So by the end of, you know, D December, right? Or the end of November, I was down 20 pounds. Then by the end of December, I was down, you know, the complete 30. Oh, okay. So yeah, Jacob, we've been talking all about, you know, goals and we probably mentioned about creating goals, but that's what you say. So you encourage people to start small, but not necessarily too small. So I, I mean, is it a situation where people just need to realize how much they can accomplish realistically or? Yeah. So the, the biggest problem that a lot of people have is they don't dream big enough. Right. Right. I think it was like Babe Ruth. That's, uh, I think it was Babe Ruth. He said something like the problem with most people is that they, they miss swinging or something when they should just actually take the swing at it. I don't know the quote, <laughs> um, right. but it's like, you know, just spend the time actually, you know, going after what you want and just set yourself that big goal. It takes no more effort to think of and dream of something big than it does to dream and think of something small. Okay. And uh, now, again, we're probably talking about this, but if you could go more into, you know, what process do you use to achieve these goals? 
That's a great question. So for me, what I use, I use Tony Robbins RPM method. So it's basically like creating a mind map. So you have your main goal in the center and then it branches off into different things or sub goals of that, that total goal. So let's use fitness again, for example, because it's fitness is easy. Everyone can understand it and it's incredibly measurable. So using Tony Robbins RPM method, uh, it stands for results, purpose, and method. Or I think he has another definition for it, but that's one of them. Or it's like rapid planning method, something like that. So basically what you want to do is take your goal that you have. So let's say I want to lose 10 pounds this month. Okay, simple, easy. Uh, so then you start listing your, so then you have your reason why. So why do you want to lose this? Is it to feel better, to look better, you know? Maybe you're just carrying a little bit of extra COVID weight that you want to get rid of. Um, you want to get back to your prior, you know, maybe pre-pregnancy weight, like whatever it is, right? You have a reason behind it. And then what you want to do is you want to map out your steps that you're going to take. Okay. So say you're someone who drinks, you know, three or four cans of pop a day. I don't recommend anyone drinks any kind of pop because it's horrible for you. Right. Um, but you could just even by even start by, okay, I'm going to cut out one can of pop this week or one can of soda. I think that's how you Americans call it. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're going to, you're going to take out one, one can of soda each right. week, right? Just small steps, right? Small little victories. And then you can say, I'm going to go out for a 15 minute walk every day. Maybe you're someone who sits on the couch all the time. You know, it's taking these small incremental steps that will help you build that confidence in yourself to say, okay, I'm actually doing something. And then it's starting to reduce that sugar. It's starting to, you know, look and track your macros that you're eating, you know, like how many fats, proteins, and carbs are you eating every day? And like, how much does your body actually need? What kind of exercise are you doing? How can you do a little bit more to exert that? You know, how many calories are you eating versus how many are you expending? right? Like the best way to lose weight. And the only way to lose weight is to um, eat less calories than you're burning. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. And now, Jacob, you have here something uh, that's very important to uh, gratitude. But why is gratitude important, though? So gratitude is really important because it's where everything kind of stems from. So I am fully believing that the universe fully provides for us. Like we, everything, all of our needs are met. Uh, everything we need or ever could need is on the planet right now. So if you're someone who's maybe lacking money right now, you know, maybe you think, you know, I wouldn't say, I never say that you're poor. I just say that you're broke because there's a difference. Poor is a mindset. Broke just means you don't have any money. So if you're someone who maybe doesn't have the money that you need right now, believe me, I've been at that point where I've looked at my bank balance and I think it's been about three times now where it's red zero. And I'm thinking, how am I going to make my next month's rent? You know, or, you know, how am I going to make, how am I going to go buy groceries for myself? But I found that through being grateful for what you have, it allows and it kind of opens the doors for more things to be grateful for to come into your life, right? Like, so look at it almost like a period of seasons, right? Like you have um, summer, spring, fall, winter, right. right? You can't harvest crops in the winter, 
Yeah, no. Right. Sometimes you have to just wait till spring, plant the seeds, which is gratitude, saying I'm so thankful for everything I have right now. And you can even just start by doing simple things. Like I'm grateful for that I have a bed to sleep in. I'm grateful that I have a shower. You know, and when you really feel that gratitude, you're going to notice good things start happening in your life. And the more grateful you are for things, the more you'll have you'll the more you will have to be grateful for. That's great. Okay, Jacob. So we want to talk a little bit about creating a workout routine. And but I mean, is there some issues that when you're developing a workout routine that not necessarily one size fits all, but there's some common things that you you could at least suggest that's for everyone then? Yeah. So when you're looking at getting back into shape or getting, you know, starting to live a healthier lifestyle, The biggest thing with any kind of new fitness routine is actually the mindset, right? right? Like if you're someone who looks at your shoes and says, oh man, I really don't feel like exercising today, you know, then you're not going to exercise, right? Because your mind has already made up the decision that you don't want to do it. But if you're someone who says, okay, you know, this goes back to creating that dream goal, right? Like what's the reason behind why you want to do it? And a lot of people, they just look at it as, you know, exercising is something hard to do. And you know what? Exercise is supposed to be hard because you're pushing your body to change it. Um, But if you look at it like, okay, what's your outcome that you want to achieve at the end of this exercise? Like, do you want to get that six pack? Maybe you just want to lose 20 pounds. Maybe you just want to look stronger. Whatever it is, create that outcome and focus more on that than you do on putting it off. Number two is start to focus on that nutrition, right? Like 80% of exercise and healthy and like being fit is actually done in the kitchen. So like what you eat, what you consume, like you become what you eat. So like if you're someone who's constantly eating, you know, chips and pizza and ice cream, like I'm a sucker for like, I love pizza and ice cream. Like don't, don't think of me as someone who's like, don't ever eat pizza and ice cream. Like I ate half a tub of ice cream like yesterday. So don't worry about it. Uh, but like, it's more looking at like what you eat. So I follow the rule of 80, 20. So 80% of the time I eat good food, whole foods, things that aren't processed, things that are good for my body, you know, like raw vegetables, steamed vegetables, like chicken breasts, like all this kind of good stuff. So that's really where the second thing comes in, right? Like eat healthy, and you'll feel healthier and you'll start to look healthier, you know, cut the, cut the pop, cut the soda, um, stop eating an entire pizza in one sitting. Uh, I used to do that all the time. <laughs> I'm super guilty of it. Cause I just love it. Right. But I'm not saying don't ever eat those foods, just eat them in moderation. And number three, for developing that fitness routine and getting into, you know, maybe you're someone who sits on the couch and you're just looking to get started again. Yeah. The best way to start It's just to go and do it. Like there's no such thing as a bad workout. If the only bad workout is the one you didn't do. So if you are someone who wants to get up off that couch, even just start, like if you're overweight right now and you're like, man, I really can't get up to doing a run, just get up and move. Like just move your body, just go for a walk, go for a walk around your block or your neighborhood, you know, and just steadily increase that right? Like Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was your body. So keep 
pushing toward what you need to go after, right? Like start to incorporate weights, you know, maybe just start with some body weight exercises, um, start with, you know, just doing maybe 15, 20 squats a day, and then doing some knee pushups to go along with that. Just something to move your body off that couch, or even just starting to do some stretches, like basic stretches, like every day, you know, like get your arms out, do some circles, you know, you'll start to feel it, um, you know, go like this, do some bicep extensions, just simple uh-huh movements that can help you get yourself in that routine of moving. And that's going to make a big difference. And then obviously, as you start to lose weight, you start to feel more comfortable. You'll be able to start doing more intense things like going on longer walks, maybe implementing a light jog into your walks for maybe one or two minutes, and then, then going back to it. Right. Oh, Great. So you're saying, especially with, you know, people that are walkers that they could, you know, advance to, uh, you know, jogging and running and that, but you, you know, you don't want to just start running marathons. You want to take it at your own pace. And then maybe in a month or so you are jogging, huh? Yeah. So the biggest thing is just to listen to your body, right? right? Like if your body is saying like, I can't handle this, then slow down. Like I'm a big advocate for even when I exercise, right? Like I exercise normally uh, twice a day, uh, you know, five days a week. Right. So if you're someone, but there's we, there's days and like there's weeks where I don't exercise for three straight days because I'm just not feeling it. Like I'm just like my body is saying like, okay, you're too tired. Like take it easy today. And in terms of like the run, the walking to running, I trained my wife actually. She was someone who never ran and. I gave her a training program to say like, okay, this is how you can get up to running 5k. So, or I, I don't know what that is in miles. Cause I know you guys do miles down there in the States, but um, I just said like, here's the basic way to do it. So run for a minute, right. walk for two, run for a minute, walk for two and repeat that a few times. That way you kind of get your body used to what it feels like to get jogging. And if one minute of running is too long, then maybe cut it down to 30 seconds and then do two minutes of walking, right? Just listen to your body and whatever works. And then as you start to feel more comfortable with jogging, increase the time you jog and decrease the time you walk. Okay, Jacob, one thing I did want to talk about, you know, we're, we're talking about mo- motivation and, you know, getting your, your, your body to do what you want it to do. But things like, you know, when you're, you know, you're sick or you're not feeling well, you're going to Disney World, although there's a lot of walking there, so you might be okay. But I mean, in situations like that, especially at, at work, you know, is there ways that, you know, you still could motivate yourself to realize that I've still got to exercise or whatever, you know? Yeah. So that's a really, uh, that's actually a really good point because um, prior to me leaving the job I was at um, back in 2020, uh, it was a toxic environment. Um, it, It just wasn't good. Like I was stressed all the time, but the point is like, if you're determined enough to get your body in good shape and if you want to live a healthier lifestyle, you have to make that time. So what I would do is instead of going down to the break room where everyone was complaining about what they were doing upstairs, right. I, I would go out and I would go for a walk or I would go for a jog on my lunch break on my, you know, on my 15 minute breaks, I would go outside, you know, I would just separate myself from any negativity. 
And that's the first step. And sometimes, you know, you want to just sit down uh, in the break room, but like the people are just so negative that you don't want to be around them. So just separate yourself. That's the first thing. Like just cut those people out. Just don't like, I know it's harder at work to do that, but as much as you can separate yourself. So like in the winter months when it was cold, you know, and there's like two feet of snow and it's like minus, you know, 20 outside, um, pre-COVID, I would go into, you know, a mall and just walk around, just right. walk and walk and walk yeah, and walk, yeah. you know, whatever it takes, because the more you move your body, the better you're actually going to feel. So if you're someone who lives in a warm climate, um, the best thing to do is actually go for a walk in nature. Like I love going outside and going on trails. Like I'm blessed that I live in a town where I'm just surrounded by waterfalls and trails all over the place and conservation areas. So it's just like healing getting outside and it clears your mind more, right? Because you're not, you can just be present and you can be in the moment and you can just take in everything. And, you know, that goes back to the gratitude. You know, you can just walk and just be grateful that you can walk outside and you can, you know, see the beautiful trees and like the sunshine coming through and just feel the warmth on your body and feel the earth beneath your feet. That kind of thing is completely rejuvenating for anyone who's looking to kind of get outside and get that motivation to get moving. Oh, okay. And yeah, we've been kind of alluding to this, and that's about uh, consistency. And we're saying we're tr trying to you know, remain consistent, you know, no matter what the situation, although sometimes it's hard, like we mentioned, for vacations, sometimes exercise and all that, and proper eating and health. Again, Disney World goes out the window. But I mean, is there a way that we could still try to have some consistency in those situations? Yeah. And that's a really great question. So when it comes to vacations and when it comes to, you know, those outside of the norms, like that's where that 80, 20 rule kind of comes in. Right. So you have that leeway, right? So even if you're at Disneyland for two days, like if you eat something unhealthy there, like maybe you go have like a sausage or you have like a funnel cake or whatever. I've never been to Disneyland, so I don't know what kind of food they yeah, have, but I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so whatever you go and eat, just remember that just because you eat like one funnel cake doesn't mean you're instantly going to gain back like 30 pounds. Like that's the biggest thing I tell my clients, right? Like just because you eat something bad doesn't mean you're going to lose all the progress you've made. Like, look at me, like I still eat pizza. I still eat ice cream. You know, it's just in moderation. And if you're on those vacations and you're someone who wants to, you know, you're like, oh, okay, I feel like for me, I need to exercise every day. Well, if you're in your hotel room, you can do squats, you can do push-ups, you can do any kind of body weight exercise. Just don't just stop making the excuse of not doing it, right? Like just take 10 minutes out of your morning, you know, wake up, sit, you know, sit on the side of your bed, do some stretches, get up, do, you know, 25 squats, 10 push-ups, 25 squats, 10 push-ups, do that for 10 minutes and you'll get that consistency continuing to go because consistency is the key to life. So if you ever want to achieve your goals, if you ever want to do anything, consistency is key. Okay, Jacob. So you have a question here that's very interesting. It says, what's your why? Can you explain that? Yeah. So that's that goes back to the whole reason thing in the dream model, right? right? Like right. what's your biggest why? Like why are you doing what you want to do? When you find that, you have that fuel, you have that motivation to do something. Like for me, like 
I remember back in 2020, I was about 30 pounds heavier. I was just over 200 pounds and I was, you know, struggling walking up and down the stairs. Like I was, I was having a hard time. Like I'd be out of breath when I got to the top of the stairs or I'd go outside and I'd go to the park and I'd be playing with my daughter and I would get exhausted you know, after running around for five minutes. So I said, and I made that decision, like I'm going to get into the best shape of my life so that I can, you know, be there for my daughter. I can run with her. I can play with her without having to sit down every five minutes because I'm exhausted. So that was a big part of my why in terms of why I wanted to get healthy and fit in terms of motivation for helping other people. Why do I do it? Because I don't want people to go through the kind of suffering that I went through when my son passed away. I want people to realize that there's so much good out there that one negative experience doesn't have to dictate your life. One bad experience doesn't have to mean that your whole world has to shatter, right? So my whole mission for why I public speak and why I do motivational speaking is because I want to get that message out to people. I want people to understand that negative experiences can create the seed of an equivalent benefit, meaning that when something bad happens, the universe has something better in store for you. Okay, uh, Jacob, and uh, before we get you know to some of your websites and things, I wanted to ask you this Great question you had here, and it's what does leadership mean to you and why is it uh, so important? That's a great question. So leadership, a lot of people feel that leadership always comes from the top. Like it's always like the CEO of a company or it's, you know, your management team or something. But to me, leadership is anyone, and it can be any level of any organization. It can even be within a family structure. It can be within a friend group. Leadership to me means being the person who shows by example, being the person who says, this is how you do something. Let me show you how to do it. It's like helping you build your own ladder to success. It's like, okay, I've built mine, right? Like I've built my body. I've lost that 30 pounds. Let me show you the tools, the resources, the way that you can do it based on what I've done. So it's like using your own experience to teach someone else, to help someone else get to that same level as you, if not higher, right? Like my whole mission is to help people get higher than they were right? and to help them realize that you have so much potential in your life that it's, you know, it's unbelievable how much potential you have just sitting there waiting, saying, activate me. Just, you just have to go out and do it. Like, it's so amazing to see someone, you know, anyone that I've coached and just to see them, you know, surpass where they've gotten because I see something in them that they don't see in themselves. And that is the key to what a leader is. A leader is someone who can see something in you that you can't see in yourself and helps you develop and bring that out. Okay, Jacob. And finally, I want to talk a little bit about your your websites and as well as who you help and how you help them. So, I mean, a lot of what you do is kind of on the Zoom here, or do you do in-person consultations or how does that work? 
So typically now I do a lot of stuff over Zoom, uh, especially since like COVID and there's still all these restrictions that we have around here. Um, so we, I can't do anything really in person, but I do run a Facebook group called Inspire Fitness Community, where every morning I go live for 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes usually, and I do a basic workout. So mainly the people in the group that I have right now are beginners. They're people who you know have been sitting on the couch for like most of COVID or maybe Maybe they have back issues, or maybe there's someone who's a little bit overweight or whatever it is, you know, whatever they feel. And I just do a basic 10 minute exercise with them every day, just basic movements, no weights required, anything like that. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I do right now. Okay. And can you tell us more? So you have some websites or a main website or? Yeah. So you can find me at jacoblethbridge.com, L-E-T-H-B-R-I-D-G-E.com, jacoblethbridge.com. And you can also find me on any social media. It's usually under Jacob Lethbridge. Um, so Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, it's all Jacob Lethbridge. Um, my, if you want to join my Facebook group, uh, the Inspire Fitness Community, just go to Facebook groups uh, and search for Inspire Fitness Community. Uh, it's a whole group of people who are there to just motivate each other and really empower each other and get fit at the same time. Oh, great. Uh Jacob. Uh, so a lot of great uh, information. And so, I mean, you help people then all over the world. It doesn't matter then yeah. necessarily Canada, America, then you feel all your information is, is valid and worthy worldwide. It sure is. I've worked with clients all over the world, like in Australia. I've worked with a lot of people from the States. Uh, I've had a couple people out in the UK that I've worked with in Canada. So, you know, fitness and health and mindset is universal, right? The principles are universal. So wherever you are, these principles will apply because that's just how the human body works. And, you know, I can teach you you know, if you're willing to learn, if you're willing to listen to what I have to say, I can help you get the results you're looking to get. And I'll just leave it at that. Okay, that sounds great. We really appreciate your, your, your time, uh, Jacob. And, and again, if people are interested in, in finding out more information about you or have any more questions uh, for you, the best way to contact you is on your website or... Yes, you can reach me on the website. Uh, I'm also very active on Facebook and Instagram. So if you find me on there, you can always connect with me on there as well. Okay, uh, J Jacob, that sounds great. Uh, we really appreciate your time. My guest has been Jacob Lethbridge, and you've been listening to Hello uh, World with Mike Kara. And please catch us again next time.